0: Sometimes the fun begins when the paved road ends. Chevy Silverado 2500 HD is made to work hard and play hard on the road or off. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com for details and experience life in HD. Hi again, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Blackhawks Crazy Podcast. I'm Chris Bowden, your Blackhawks pre- and post-game host on WGN Radio, Flying solo this time, my usual partner, the Chelsea blogger and NHL.com, Blackhawks uh, game day correspondent, Scott King. He'll be back when we come back again in a couple of weeks. Scott's just back from a uh, well-deserved vacation with the family. But as we all know, when you come back from vacation, you need to recover from vacation. So uh, we're going to allow him to have that opportunity. But not much heavy lifting in this edition anyway, because uh, while our live podcast from the convention a couple of weeks ago, that's continued to be made available here since, focused on a couple of newcomers in Robin Leonard, and Oli Mata, along with the former Blackhawks, Stu Grimson, we wanted to let you hear from a trio of the longest tenured Hawks. A trio that's synonymous with three-time Stanley Cup champions. And get some unfiltered thoughts from Jonathan Taves, Patrick Kane, and Brent Seabrook about a handful of topics that are new since we last had the chance to visit with them following a disappointing... Locker clean out day after falling short of the playoffs for a second straight season, so let's begin with the captain looking to at least repeat the career best statistical season in year twelve, I believe it was yeah year t- year twelve after there were warning signs about his level of play for a couple of seasons prior to that, so somehow some way. Uh, the NHL network over the weekend left Jonathan out of its preseason top 20 centers in all of the NHL, despite that phenomenal 2018-19 campaign that on top of his career accomplishments, the intangibles that the captain brings, the versatility, and, uh, you know, really the importance to his team in every situation that comes up on the ice. Now, he may not be top 10 in the league anymore, but if the network wants to take a, say, a Sebastian Aho or Evgeny Kuznetsov or a Nicholas Backstrom, guys, among others who were on that list ahead of Jonathan, hey, be my guest. We'll take Taves. And his Blackhawks career began as the third overall pick of the 2006 draft in Vancouver, as we all know. So as the convention opened, you'll hear him... Here speak with reporters about this year 's number three overall pick in Vancouver, his impressions of Kirby Dock also about whether the off season moves indicate a trust towards him and the rest of the uh, so called core from management that they believe even greater success lies ahead this season, plus his emotions in reaction to the blues winning the cup. But he begins here with his thoughts about this busy, roster-changing spring and summer that includes the return of two-time cup-winning teammate Andrew Shaw.
1: It was half exciting, half kind of nerve-wracking, um, not knowing every day. felt like uh, around July 1st, even around the draft, two things were happening, so... Uh, yeah, you never really know uh, what's going to happen or how things turn out. Obviously, it depends on what other teams are doing and what opportunities kind of present themselves. But, uh, you know, you never like seeing teammates move on other teams especially guys that you build relationships and friendships with but um looking at the guys that are coming in hearing their reputation and track as teammates in their locker rooms and just seeing what they they bring as players uh and all of a sudden you start to think about what what they can bring to your team and where they fit in uh, in your roster uh it's exciting to, to look at and think of all the possibilities right now i mean it kills me throw compliments for Shazi right away but uh, you you have to I mean um, we all know what he meant to our team Uh, when we knew that he was he was not coming back a few years ago uh, we knew right away that the void and and, uh, uh, you know kind of feeling that uh, we were going to have without him in the locker room so He's just such a competitor. Um, and the way he plays on the ice is uh, in huge part to his personality. I think he's a, a high-energy guy that the fans love for good reason. Uh, he'll run through a brick wall for his teammates, and at the same time, he, he brings so much in the locker room. He's always stirring it up, and he's just a, a fun guy to be around. So he's one of those guys that you know you always talk about hockey being such a team game and team chemistry being such an important thing. He's one of those guys you love having on your team. Um, uh, because he brings so much in, in those different aspects so uh we're happy to have him back have you caught up with uh, kirby doc and what was your impression of, of kirby yeah a little bit uh i think for me um just just talking to him the the first impression you get is he's he's pretty mature socially for his age he seems like a smart kid um you know seeing him in in the gym he obviously knows how to prepare how to get ready how to take care of his body um but I think uh, that, that's just the start. Obviously, there's there's some true talent there, and I think uh, um, from everyone that watched him in the uh, in the WHL playoffs this year, said he was he was dominating playing through, um, you know what he had to play through teams kind of matching up against him. Uh, for me, you know, I think he's one of those guys that probably could step in this year and, and definitely cause a stir in training camp. So. I'm excited to see what he can do. I'm not trying to add any pressure on him, but I think he's, you know, I get the feeling he's got that mindset. He's going to come in and not, not move over, not get out of the way for anybody, and he's going to want to make our team right off the hop. Tell
2: if that was added.
1: has the faith in this core can make another deep run of the playoffs? Uh, for sure. At the end of the day uh, I think the guys the, the core group guys that, uh, that you're talking about I think we we, we all know and we're confident in ourselves that uh, uh, we keep building this team in the, the right direction we add some some grit some character some guys that can play different roles uh, we get that belief back you know, especially with the way we, we finished the season last year I'd say like the latter half of the season the way things Going with Jeremy and, and our new coaching staff, we're pretty confident that uh, we're going to get off, you know, on the right foot this season. And obviously, we have got to work really hard to do that. There's, there's nothing given to you, uh, but we feel good at, you know, considering where we're at right now. We get back to the playoffs. Anything can happen. It comes down to belief, and it comes down to everything we do on a daily basis to try and build that uh, uh, that team chemistry and that belief that we have in the locker room. So I think that's really what it just comes down to, is having that that good feeling when you're going into the playoffs, knowing that you get out of that first round. You know, there's no telling how far you can go these days. Along those lines, it was watching a division rival in the Stanley Cup. For sure, for sure. Uh, you know, watching that Stanley Cup final... You know, It's rare that I would cheer for Boston, but I didn't, didn't want to see St. Louis win, but I just had that that feeling that they were just too good and they weren't going to be denied. They were, they were working so hard. Every single guy was on the same page, and they were just creating their bounces, so it's, it was hard to uh, to see them losing in, in the end there.
2: It was a little bittersweet seeing them go on that run from January on, knowing you guys were almost on a similar path there.
1: Yeah, but I think at the same time, that definitely gives you hope, um, you know, people can write you off but like i just said at the end of the day, if you can build that that feeling within the locker room that everyone knows what they're playing for and they're kind of setting their own agenda aside and um they're playing for their team playing for their teammates and you know the whole city jumps jumps on the wagon and gets behind you and all of a sudden you know you get that that uh that high of winning a game in the playoffs and you, you keep riding it out um I think we can look at all those qualities that St. Louis had this year and say, well, why, why can't that be us? So I think for us, that's that's exciting to see, I and mean, it get, definitely gives us hope that uh, we're not as far off uh, from getting back to where we want to go as some people might think we are.
0: Is it fair to expect a combined 79 goals and 191 points from Jonathan and Patrick Kane again this season? Should a more reasonable expectation say... Be sixty sixty five goals and one hundred sixty to one hundred sixty five points, and if that's the case, can an improved defensive performance, uh, or and or some offensive balance to pick up that slack, return this team to the postseason? After all, uh, you know who doesn't get greedy after big numbers like that and just take it for granted, make it automatic with both all time greats who are now on the other side of age thirty. They'll certainly tell you they can do that again, as they should. But what's the likelihood it will? How realistic is that? One thing that is certain, Patrick continues working out like uh, a- an absolute maniac, experimenting, looking under every rock, behind every door to try to remain among the league's elite. And so far, to in his career he has done exactly that. Here's Patrick at the convention. You'll hear him speak of his anxiousness to get the season going while Still being uh, alert not to skip important steps towards success in year two under Jeremy Carlton. Plus, his thoughts on Shaw, his thoughts on Doc, and what appears to be markedly better depth throughout the organization when it comes to players... In the pipeline, who could be the franchise's future stars? Here's Patrick. Some of these guys
3: that we picked up, whether it was, you know, Boquist last year in the draft or or Doc this year, um, seems like these guys have pretty bright futures. So it's fun to watch them a little bit at uh, the development camp. Um, And, you know, it'll be interesting to see how they do in uh, in training camp. You know, I thought Boquist... Really handled himself well last year. I thought he was a guy that you know maybe could have made the team and uh, really helped us out. So as a forward, um, uh, play with a guy like that who's you know a great puck mover. Obviously likes to be in the play, jump in the play, um, uh, be on the offensive side. I think uh, he'd be a fun player to play with. So, but there's a lot of great prospects and a lot of good opportunity for these young guys to come in and kind of prove their worth and uh, maybe steal a spot.
2: He's coming back, Andrew Shaw. Yeah. What, what does that mean to this team, the gritty part that he is?
3: Oh, it's, it's it's exciting you know he's uh, he's a really fun kid to be around great for the locker room um, we were actually having dinner in Chicago a couple days before and just kind of talking about certain things and I remember him saying to me uh, if he got traded the one place he'd want to come back to is Chicago so um, fortunate it worked out and uh, happy to have him back because he is such a great kid and brings a lot on the ice as well you know he's uh, a guy you look at it, uh, his year last year, you know, he scored 50 points, um, almost 20 goals. So his game's getting better and better too, and uh, probably better than than we last seen him here in, in Chicago. So I'm sure, he's looking for a bigger role. He'll definitely be able to help us out, and uh, I'm happy to have him on our side again.
2: What do you think of Zach? Just watching him a little bit in development camp.
3: I think he looks good. I think he's uh, he's one of those guys that looks like you know he can skate well for a big guy, but he can also um, control the puck really well too long reach um so uh you can see the comparisons when you know they talk about him maybe being like a gets type of player so um but it seems like he can skate really well too and um uh looks like he has kind of like a build big uh, big athletic build to him so um yeah, I mean, like like I said, kind of looking forward to seeing what those guys can do in camp and uh, kind of let it play out the way it is. But it seems like it has a bright future either way. Yeah, I think you guys had the three cups of obviously in six years, but
2: it's a few years removed now. How anxious, I guess, is the right word to A, get back into the playoff hunt and ultimately to get back to the top of the mountain.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, it's been a long summer. Uh, um, I think all of us are looking forward to, to getting back to training camp and kind of getting this thing going again. Um, you know, we want to be in the playoffs, but it's not like um, because we have a better team, all of a, all of a sudden you're, you're guaranteed a spot. You know, we have to go about the progressions. We have to go through training camp. We have to go through preseason. You know, we have to get over to Europe and have a good start to the season over there. So, um, you know, obviously you don't want to look too far ahead. You just kind of want to en- enjoy the moment you're in right now, and that's obviously training and getting ready for camp and getting yourself uh as ready as possible so that's where we're at but uh i kind of like the way um the direction the team's headed and uh it seems like with a lot of the players we have this year there'll probably be some more defined roles as to um kind of uh your role on the team and uh, i think that'll be good for us
1: how beneficial do you look at for jeremy to have this camp have those weeks and those days to be able to pre- prepare you guys and give you your new
2: roles.
3: Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, he's a super smart guy. Um, really like playing for him last year. And kind of when we got over that hump of, uh, you know, that transition period of um, Joel and uh, him changing spots, I think uh, um, it, was, it was great for us. It was, uh, you know, he's really a, a bright guy, and I think the thing he brings to the table is he's he's got, like, he's smart, but he brings, like, a simple approach, and kind of lets you play off your instincts a little bit, so I think uh, um, he's going to be a good coach for a long
0: time. Cannot wait to see what Kane and Taves do this year, and if they come close to the numbers of last season, how they do it, and with whom they do it. The last three-time Cup winner that we hear from is another all-time great Blackhawk, and another who's hoping adjustments in his off-season training and routine will benefit him perhaps not to the degree that Taves realized a year ago, but in a way where the Hawks can get more out of Brent Seabrook than they did the last couple of seasons and lock him into situations where they can trust and lean on him. Now let's remember for all the years that the Hawks were winning and contending for cups. The concern was whether they had enough players that were uh, hard for opponents to play against physically. Now Brent was one of those few. He supplied that. So, As this roster has now been tweaked, and and yes, smaller D-men like Adam Boquist and Ian Mitchell are likely slam dunks on this team a year from now. But you look at what they have right now, and every blue liner, all eight that they list on the Blackhawks.com website, are between six foot and six foot four. They have traded for some hitting, for some physicality, shot-blocking types like Olimata and Calvin DeHaan to add to the likes of Connor Murphy, and Seabrook himself. Now it's about whether the Hawks training staff can improve Brent's quickness so he doesn't have to rely solely upon uh, his knowledge and his ability to read. So as you listen to Brent here, he's really excited and confident about the strides he's made personally and the benefits of a second offseason with the Hawks' Paul Goodman. He also reflects on the Blues playoff run, what he saw watching the playoffs along with his young son. How he feels about the way people react to his contract, which runs for five more years, and he starts out here with his enthusiasm, get going after watching how the roster was remolded over the last few months. Looking at last season, we, we obviously uh,
2: gave up way too much defensively, and, and uh, you know we got to be better as far as a defensive group, and, and uh, you know as far as you know everybody on the ice has got to be better defensively to, to try and keep the games close and, and give us an opportunity to win. I think, uh, you know, as long as I've been here, we, we've never had a a problem with scoring goals. So, you know, scoring goals is, is going to come, and, and uh, you know, I think we just need to... Uh, Show up the back end, and, and uh, you know, obviously with the additions we made, that's that's definitely going to help. And, and uh, you know, but I think the guys that were here last year, we got to be we got to be that much better at, at playing defense and, and keeping the puck out of our hands. In Shaw is back, did you enjoy the quiet while the last? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, it, 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 he, he's 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 one of the great guys, in, in the game, he, he's he's uh, you know uh, one of those guys that always brings energy, whether it's on the ice or off the ice, and, and uh, you know, you need those guys around to to spark things and and uh you know the season gets long the season gets uh, dragged out you're in some some dark cities you know snow and weather and and uh, all that kind of stuff and then you know he just uh you know a guy like shaz he really brings that uh, that that energy that fire you know, you know those, those tough days long trips things like that he, he seems to always be able to bring his energy and and bring that emotion and and uh Makes the team better. What would the rivalry with the Blues be like now? Can it turn up a notch with them being the champs? <laughs> yeah, I mean, wow, they had a they had a great run last year. Um, you know what they were able to do from from Christmas time, uh, you know, to the end of the season, winning the Stanley Cup. I, I think uh, you know it was pretty impressive to see them do that. Um, you know, they, it seems like they've been knocking on the door for for a lot of years, and, and uh, you know. Um, nice to see them break through and, and uh, win the Stanley Cup. I don't I don't know if it's going to bump the rivalry up. I think uh, I think the ball's sort of in our court to, to bump that rivalry up again and, and, and take that up a notch. But uh, you know who knows? We get in the playoffs and war will break out and it'll be fun again. Yes. Yeah. Well, speaking of the playoffs, did the playoffs surprise you last year? I mean, all the early upsets that just show that in this league, if you get in, anything might happen. Uh, I think it shows that uh, you know. Watching the playoffs, I was, uh, you know, I watched quite a bit of the games. My son loves watching the games, so we would have the games on all the time. And, and uh, you know, it seemed like uh, the teams that that maybe necessarily didn't have the, the good regular season, they were maybe built more for the playoffs. They, they, they were able to, to break through and, and succeed, and, and uh, you know, it was... Uh, I don't know. It was just sort of. It was fun to watch, but it was really, really weird to watch too. At the same time, I mean, I don't know if there's been a playoffs like that where I think if San Jose had lost, wasn't it all eight bottom seeds were going were going on, and that was like, I mean, that was that was really different. So, um, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, I think it speaks to the parity in the league. I think. You know, you can have a bad week and, and, and lose. I think you look at Tampa Bay, and and they got swept. Well, you know, we were we were first in the West three years ago, and we got swept by Nashville. So it's, it's you know, anything can happen, and um, that's the great thing about playoffs. When, when you look at everything that happened last year, the coaching changes losing streaks, PK was last, still only six points out of the playoff spot. Is that itself reasonably optimistic next year? Knowing that- yeah, well, I, I think that's, that speaks to, like, what we just talked about with the playoffs, I think. You know, like the, the league was like St. Louis was, was it us? St. Louis and LA were fighting for last place in the league, and, and, and we missed the playoffs by six points. They make it by, you know, I don't know, six or ten point cushion. They end up winning the Stanley Cup. But I, I mean, I, I don't know if you'll ever see a, a year like that again where you can have teams that. Last place at Christmas, make the playoffs or or be right there knocking on the door. I I think, uh, you know, it was just sort of a, a different year. And I think, like I said, it speaks to the parody in the league where, you know, when we were, you know, five, six years ago when we were flying. We, we we had some easy nights. You know, you, you, you'd be able to go into a building, and, and if you scored a goal in the first period, it was going to be 6-1. And um, you don't see that anymore. You don't see those kind of games where it's just... I, I guess you don't feel that way. You don't feel like we're going to have an easy game here. I don't know how teams felt about us this year, but... Um, you know, you just didn't feel like there was going to be an easy game the last two or three years. I heard a story about Paul Goodman earlier this summer. He mentioned that was, uh, he was the U.S. guy, he's to a big leap. He said that first year is about learning terminology as much as anything, and now that you know what he's doing, how how far have you progressed this summer? Do you think, under him? I feel great this summer. I feel uh, I feel I feel like I'm ready to go right now. I, I feel. I feel good. I think last summer was uh, was good. I felt good coming into camp, but you know, um, losing my trainer and, and then going with Paulie. I had a trainer for 18 years, and and you know, I knew exactly what he wanted and what he when 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 we would talk. It, I knew exactly what to get out of it. So you know, going in this year, um, this off season, obviously, I knew a lot more. Obviously, I didn't have an 18 year relationship with Paulie like I did the other guy, but. Um, yeah it just it's it seemed more natural the workouts have been uh easier to to comprehend i guess you'd say and 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 get what paulie wants out of it so yeah i'm definitely feeling better i don't know how how personally you take some of the stuff that's out there there was a story just last week that said you had the worst contract in the nhl do you Who's accomplished what you've accomplished in your career, done what you've done? How do you something like that? I mean, it, it doesn't bother me. People are going to write what they want to write, and, and uh, you know, I've never been one to to read media articles and, and get pissed off or get too high or whatever. Um, you know, I'm uh, I'm focused on myself. I've got uh, a month and a half, two months left until training camp, and I'm focused on being the best Brent Seabrook that I can be. And and uh, I'm coming to camp. To make the team—that's what my job is. How good do you feel about the change? I'm, I'm pumped. Yeah, I'm pumped. I'm super pumped. I think. I think all the guys are. I think when you look at it, we're—you uh, know—we're um, think stands, Stan in the, the the management team and scouts and what I don't know who is all involved in all this stuff, but. Um, you know it seems like we've identified some things that that maybe we need to get better at um showing up the back end being better defensively I think's a a big thing I think uh you know that goes in time with killing penalties being a bit tougher harder to play against I think is, is is a big one too and I think you know bringing in a guy like Smith and Shazi and you know some of the guys in the back end I think I think uh he addressed that too so you know I don't really know what's going to happen, but I'm looking forward to training camp. I've played against some of these players for a, for a long time, and it uh,
0: seems like we've got a good group, and, and we're looking forward to it. Second week of September. That's when we all start to begin learning answers to all these questions that we have, and so many others. Since the convention ended, the Hawks made a somewhat expected move by announcing that they're keeping Chris Kunitz within the organization after his retirement as a player. He can really do nothing but help as what they are calling a player development advisor. Probably roving between the big club and Rockford on and off the ice as a quasi-assistant coach, uh, lending his broad knowledge as an undrafted four-time Stanley Cup winner to all these players. We'll dive a little bit more into that when Scott and I bring you one more planned podcast before the uh, start of camp because on that one we'll let you hear from two of the hawks assistant coaches uh, newcomer mark crawford and goaltending coach jimmy wade it's the only opportunity we get all year long to hear from the assistant coaches on the record that's at the convention both of them had some interesting stuff to say so we'll keep you posted when that's posted Via Twitter, I'm at at Bowdoin tweets Scott's at at ScottKingMedia. Of course, the easiest way to stay on top of that is to subscribe on iTunes, so you'll have it as soon as it's released, and where you can also leave a review. So we encourage you to do that if you haven't already. Also, keep an eye out for Scott's work as the Chelsea Blogger on WGNRadio.com and on the Blackhawks Crazy Facebook page at Facebook.com backslash BlackhawksCrazy. Until then, our thanks to Joe Romano for his usual editing wizardry. And to all you loyal crazies for uh, listening once more. Here, the off season winding down. Hockey's coming to you soon, and we'll be back again soon. Talk to you then.